Hey everyone, it's Wilka here. Welcome to the Leadership Talks podcast. And this is our series, Black Excellence. And I'm super happy to have Randall is now with us. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me, Wilka. Yes, of course. So Randall, I invited you because I see you are a very successful African-American man, a black man in business. And I wanted you to share your story. How did you develop your career? And, you know, when did you start and, and so on? So go on. All right. How, how much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I had a, a really, really uh, whirlwind of events um, when it came to actually picking this career. And I think it was really based off faith. Uh, that that brought me to this. Uh, a little background about myself. I, I started off as an athlete, and uh, from school, I was a three-sport athlete, high school, uh, football, basketball, and track. And so that's kind of what I always thought I was going to do, you know, and you always have people who tell you, you know, you need a backup plan, right? You need a backup plan. You need to do this. You need to do that. And um, you never, as an athlete, that's almost contradicting yourself like why why should I have a, a backup plan if I know I'm a competitor you know and I know there's only a slim amount of people that can get to this place but still uh I'm a competitor so I should be able to get to where I want to go so uh end up going to college at the University of West Georgia and I had a football scholarship out there and so I ended up playing football there and uh I remember uh attorney events happened and I needed some extra money you know how it is when you're in college but uh needed some extra money. And uh, I started working pretty early at the age of 14. And, uh, but it was one of those things where I was able to get a job, you know, uh, word of mouth and uh, was able to get on and work my way up through there. But uh, once I got into school, I never had the idea that I was going to work. <laughs> I knew I was going to play sports and that was going to be it. And um, so I came to that situation where I needed to work and I had no clue how to start or what to do. Um, so I ended up going to my career service office. And uh, when I went to the office, uh, I sat down with a young lady and uh, one of my mentors today, uh, but uh, she sat me down and she kind of had a similar background to me. She was an athlete from uh, uh, UNLV, she ran track. And uh, she sat me down and she said, okay, well, in order to get a job, you're gonna need a resume. And I was like, what is a, what is a resume? <laughs> so I went home and I typed up something that almost seemed like a, a research paper. And I brought it back to her and she looked at it and just kind of balled it up in my face and threw it away. She's like, it's not a resume. And I don't know why, but that just sparked me. It just uh, it gave me a lot of uh, just ambition to, to get into that field. And uh, from there, she kind of walked me through what a resume was and uh, how to build it up. And she gave me a couple jobs to apply to that day. And from there, I applied to three different jobs. I got three different job offers. And uh, it, just, it just took off with just the emotion and the feeling of how I went from one place to another place. So uh, I found myself after that, every teammate who needed to get a job, they was calling me up. Hey, Randall, how do I work on a resume? I'm like, hey, this is what you got to do. And then this is who you need to go to. So it was something that just created a passion in me. Um, and I always still thought I was going to be in sports. So even when um, you know I left school, graduated and went back to school to get my master's, it was in business administration. And I was actually working at the Coliseum, which is the uh, sports arena. And so that's where my field was going to uh, be in, in sports, uh, in, in that sports field. And I was doing business operations. But even when I was doing the uh, business operations in that field, I saw that the students that were coming through, 
didn't have email etiquette, didn't have their resumes done, where interview skills were terrible. So I started branching out and doing uh, different things for them to prepare them once they leave, not to only have, uh, you know, that experience, but also know how to network, also know how to uh, write a resume, also know what it looks like to follow up. And so those kind of things just sparked me into, into the career I had now. Uh, after I finished up my graduate assistant program, I um, reached out to a couple of universities and I actually had uh, three different job offers on the table. I had an offer to go uh, do uh, data analytics at a, a, a corporation. I also had an offer to do business operations at a, at a university, almost in the same kind of setting. And then I also had an offer to do career services. And for some reason, I was like, okay, that's the one I'm going with. So uh, took that took that role, ended up moving up pretty quickly uh, throughout that role and then ended up into the, to, to the place that I am now. Wow, what a background, Randall. So I'm from sports. So I have to ask, you know, between the sports of football, you said, or yep. football, basketball, and track, what uh, was your favorite? Oh, that's a great question. I always, <laughs> I always get that question. So it, it's kind of, um, it's it's weird though. Uh, basketball was actually my favorite sport to play. It it, it uh it was one that I could just go out. I was naturally good at basketball. Uh, it was something I enjoyed doing. I enjoyed competing. But football was actually the sport that put me in a in a zone where I had to work. I had to challenge myself. I had to get better. And that is what I ended up sticking with just because of how much it brought out of me to continue to 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 grow and develop. So uh, football was the one that was the, the workhorse and uh, basketball was like the fun activity on the side. Wow, that's awesome. You know, I have this passion for basketball as well. And that did not quite work for me. <laughs> I'm like, I have an uncle in Brazil. And actually, he is a basketball coach and an English teacher. So his name is Marcos. Huge shout out to my uncle because he is one of my inspirations of, you know, learning another language and so on. But I always played in high school, but, you know, my uncle mm. was the coach of, you know, other teams. And I'm always like, oh, my God, what what do I need to do to play? He's like, you need to train every day. I was like, oh, oh okay, well, <sighs> I, I guess, you know, I have other plans for myself. I have all of this extra work, you know, after school for the languages that I wanted to learn. But, you know, I didn't have the natural ability of, you know, uh, awesome basketball players. So here I am in hospitality. <laughs> oh, that's a great story, too. That's a, that's a great story. So I, I got a quick question for you, though. Uh, yeah. What languages do you speak? Oh, okay. Yeah, I want to be honest. I only speak English and Portuguese fluently, yeah. but I speak you know, like on a conversation level with Spanish, mm -hmm. a little bit of Italian. I've been to Italy twice and French as well, but I can't do it professionally, you know, like the vocabulary. Um, I, I need to improve my vocabulary on both. So, but, you know, I think languages and it's like sports, right? You need discipline. You need to practice every day. You need to have that um is skill, but the ability also to be better, right? And to improve yourself. Uh, but, you know, in terms of what you, you sticked out to me, what you said about the career that the career path you came through uh, after, you know, your mentor and, you know, writing a resume and having 
like paying forward also to mm -hmm. the students, right? Because mm -hmm. this is one theme that I believe it so much as well that I went to school in Brazil, you know, and I did the same like you, you know, I came to my career services and be like, hey, do you guys have any internships and so on? Or how can you direct me to the companies that, you know, have had internships and are openings that I can reach out. So I think this is a very fine line because mm -hmm. everybody at school is doing the same thing, going to the career services, right? But how are you going to develop yourself to stand out of the crowd, right? Like my class, I remember was like 40 people and we had like 10 different classes in the same level. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, mm -hmm. I'm going to get some internship here. But I did in my first semester and, you know, that's a long story, but I'm here today. So I, how do you uh, see to this day and age now, you know, Generation Z and so on, the students that are coming to school and uh, <clears throat> choosing that path, are they, um, you know, coming more often in person to the Career Service Center or they're just, you know, online and sending through emails and questions and, and so on? Oh, that's, a, that's a great question. Uh, so I, I've seen, and, and we actually went to a presentation where uh, someone actually broke down the different generations and how they experience work and the different things that they uh, they value from work. And um, I think there was a, a gap in between this generation, uh, probably between the years of 2000, I'd say 2018 to 2020, I think those uh, that got caught in that COVID-19 era, they really had a uh, uh, more of an idea of how quick can I get to it? I want to work from home. Uh, I don't really need too much. You know, they really saw a lot of people blow up in social media during that time and uh, started making a lot of money that way. And so uh, going the school route or just, you know, putting in those hours for like an internship or putting in those hours just to build their craft and build their skill. I think really went by the wayside for that uh, for that group, and I think a lot of it was due to you know seeing so many people kind of kind of do well on social media. Uh, but I think the the group that's coming after them, I definitely see a lot more of them experiencing either what their siblings went through or being able to witness what the world is kind of going through from 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 that lens, and they're getting more involved and they're uh, participating in a lot more events. But it did get to a point where uh, career services saw a drop in numbers. You know, we saw a drop in uh, students that wanted to participate to events. We saw a lot of people wanting to do more online events, which is really less engaging uh, to, to some people. You know, some people are definitely in uh, on those, but how do you actually build a connection, build a network? How do you get yourself uh, noticed in an online setting is a lot different than, you know, being engaged and being in person. So, uh, I'd say that generation, or well, not generation, but that gap between the 2018 to the 2020 really uh, didn't involve themselves as much. But after that, you got to see a lot of the numbers continue to grow. Wow, that's amazing. And just a little bit also from your background, you know, like in terms of um, getting this generation now. And this, you know, I say because I'm a, I'm a millennial, right? I'm with my phone 24 hours a day. You know, God forbid my phone die and, you know, I need to take a picture or I had an idea recording a video for LinkedIn or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed literally. But, you know, I think also this time of 
what come to me when you say, how do you engage on an online setting? Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, social media is here and it's not going anywhere. I don't mm -hmm. see anytime soon, right? Like technology is how our world works these days. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I think for me as a millennial, and I didn't come to, I didn't go to school here in the United States. I went to school in Brazil. I always had in my mind, hey, I need to connect, but I need to be telling people also, hey, today I got a job. I'm in New York City. Hey, today I got a job. I'm in California. Hey, I'm thinking about going to Chicago. Do I know anyone that knows somebody that is in Chicago or has a position in Miami? You know, so I'm always like, who could help me? And being this... Um, uh, humble right because you need to be humble and have a poker face to be like hey do you know anybody that has maybe an internship and a position you know in new york i'm just you know interested in learning and living in new york city so mm -hmm. do you think that today you know for the engagement of the students mm -hmm. in the social media platform also has increased with you know this the the major in in school that they're studying yeah, yeah, I definitely do. So uh, I think uh, you can, we saw a rise in entrepreneurship. We saw, you know, schools adding that as a uh, path for them to go into. You saw more personal branding becoming uh, more of a, a course that students would like to enroll in. And it's, you saw the numbers increase on that end. Um, and, and you saw more of them take time to actually try to figure out what was going on behind the scenes. Because I think a lot of times when we see, like you said, uh, the the being humble about it and going about uh, finding different avenues and just maybe volunteering your time, you don't really see that on the back end when you just get the end result from a social media post, right? You just see the the glam. You don't see all the work that they put in on the back end. And, hey, look, I called all these people. I, I put myself out there this many times. I had to redo this video so many times. So I think now you are seeing uh, a lot of uh, uh, students really seeing that and saying, okay, well, I see it's a lot more work. Let me figure out what I need to start doing. So I think that has started increasing on that end. Did I answer that? Yes, yes, of course. And also what that makes me think is, you know, the generation is uh, being creative. And I like what you said, you know, like behind the cameras, right? Behind of the glamour. And I love, because this is one thing I was talking to a colleague this day, the other day, and they said, Wilka, you know, looks like you're having fun. I'm like, of course, it looks like I'm having fun all the time. Do you think I'm going to be posting videos when I'm having a terrible day or, you know, that I have, uh, you know, a, a challenge day, you know, mm -hmm. on my travels? Yes. You know, I got stuck uh, on in Brazil because I got COVID when I went to see my family. So I couldn't mm -hmm. come back to the United States. So I'm like, I'm not going to be posting stuff that are not um really negative things you know like because people need to see the positive and i we, I think we saw right from 2020 and during the pandemic enough so my approach is always like hey i'm gonna post something positive you know upbeat but this is for you know if you're in college right if you're in hospitality if you are in sports whatever business it's your business, right? Mm -hmm. You want to show that you are out there, you're networking, you're positive, you are engaging with people that wanted to connect with you. And also, 
target, right? So like you have to be laser focused on those companies that are that are hiring or have open positions for you, you know, mm -hmm. that you might engage with the director or the associate director from that career services, right, Randall? <laughs> but like now from your approach, um, you know, the Black Excellence is uh, a feature on a, a new series on the episode. Uh, do you see that today, you know, the black students and you know the youngsters coming into the workforce are more knowledgeable of entering the workforce and owning their own skin and it's okay you know understanding that it's okay and you have a, a space in here what is your thoughts on that yeah so i was actually just thinking about this that's a, that's a great question but yeah I, I think it definitely has uh Created more of an environment, and I want to say it, this: a lot of this comes from the the advocates that that always preach, you know, equality. And, and now we're getting to witness a lot of the things that are showing up uh, to be able to be in those environments. And I think a, a big issue that that used to, uh, I guess, cause that kind of uh, discrimination would be um, the the fact that you know, they just didn't understand, you know, people really just didn't understand other groups, right? They didn't understand or trust other groups and, and they were comfortable with themselves. So being able to be integrative with other other people. And I think, uh, remember the Titans is, is one of my favorite movies, but it, it kind of reminded me of that, especially with myself going to a university that was a, a predominantly white university, working at a predominantly white, and then actually going and working at a predominantly black institute. I was able to see the changes, but for me, it's always been, you know, uh, as a, as an athlete, whoever is coming to work, you know, they coming to work with me. That's who I'm ready to roll with. And uh, so I got to, you know, meet a lot of guys, good and bad from all different areas. And I think that uh, has merged into the workforce as well. And you're starting to see more people are accepting like, Hey, okay, well, you know, you, you may dress like this, you may look like this, but that doesn't have anything to do with your work ethic. You know, that doesn't have anything to do with, the teamwork ability that doesn't have anything to do with how much effort you're going to put in and I think with that uh with more people with that open-mindedness and, and being able to to relay that to their peers and their different groups it has created that to where uh now you know uh those students are able to embrace it they're able to go in uh all kind of you know different styles and, and still you know be able to to work and grow with uh, with a majority of groups yeah, excellent. And, you know, I think for like before we started the the recording, I mentioned to you, I'm going to have this series, right, Black Excellence throughout the year, um, as long as I want to have, not just, you know, this February, because I think I've worked with so many, you know, different groups and diverse ethnicities that we need to bring it up and have conversations because, you know, people might see a Latina talking, you know, they might be inspired or, you know, they mm -hmm. see a successful, you know, person in the academia like yourself, Randall, and they may be like, well, you know, if he could do that, I can see myself as well. So it turned out to be an example, you know, for people that look like us. And, you know, I think diversity is here to stay and all of this inclusion, you know, the conversations on the workplace, uh, on social media, everywhere. Uh, it's part of our lives. You know, I think people need to be open to the unknown, right? Like if you haven't uh, been part of a different culture, 
that's what global international education it's all about right but also there's other venues that you can be integrated with you know the world that is out there like you said you know you you had uh gentlemen that you worked with in the sports that were diverse they were good they were bad it didn't look like they were there to do the job and you work as a team player um literally right in your case (laughs) But um, any other thoughts, Randall, like suggestions, actually, because I want to be respectful of your time, Mm -hmm. you know, what would you say to the new generation of young, you know, professionals coming out in the workforce? Oh, yeah, that's a great question. And I've been anxious to get that out. But for the new generation, I I would say uh, the main thing that, uh, well, well, a few things that you should do. The first thing is I would always seek uh, answers, right? Always ask questions. Find people that are in the industry that you're you're looking to get into uh, and just pick their brain, you know, sit down, talk to them. What are some things that you all, you know, witnessed? Um, what are some things that you all went through? It'll save you a lot of time. I think uh, especially with this generation, it's a, it's a lot of information, that is, especially on social media that's out there. And uh, it, it almost makes it seem like, you know, they're, they're coming in with the knowledge that I know, I know what's going on. I already know everything. And uh, getting humble, like you said earlier, uh, and just being able to ask that question and say, hey, I need advice. I need help. I think that's one of the uh, one, one of the biggest things that I would say that they would do. And then secondly, uh, I would network. Be sure that you're out there networking with as many people as you can like this, like, you know, just reaching out, talking to people. I, you know, I really appreciated that. Uh, and, you know, just reaching out and, and, and with your peers, not only your peers, you know, uh, uh, group projects that you're doing. Uh, any way that you can get around people that are moving in a good direction, you know, um, that that you can see that are showing good work ethic and, and showing that they are, uh, you know, uh, eager to get involved with. And it doesn't really matter what field, you know, just being surrounded by individuals with a purpose, I think is good for all, all, uh, all students. Um, and then lastly, I would say just continue to just get out there, um, try uh, experience thing. Don't be afraid to fail. Failure is, you know, one of the one of your best friends. You learn from failure. Uh, it's not necessarily a, a bad thing. We always look at failure because, you know, in school you used to go through and you get that big red F on your paper circled and and, and they make it seem so bad. But it's actually pretty, you know, good to learn from from when you fail. And uh, and so I would I would embrace it. Wow, that's amazing. You know, this is one thing that actually uh, before when I came, you know, failure, it's like, well, if this doesn't work, I can always go back to Brazil. I have a home. I have a family. You know, I can if I if I try and try and I try, it doesn't work. I can just fly back home. (laughs) But guess what? Failure is never an option. You always wanted to succeed. Right. And and when it does, you know, because life will of course, it's not every move that you you make or either personally or career wise, it's going to be a successful move. You're going to fail, you know, and I'm very proud. I failed many times, you know, mm-hmm. maybe I'm still making decisions that are not, you know, uh, considered um, smart enough, you know, but I'm like, hey, like I just got a puppy. I told you <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had my neighbor saying, well, do you have time for a dog? Because he watches how much I travel, right? But I'm like, 
I will make time, right, you know, I will make time for things that I love, for things that I care about. Um, and, you know, thank you very much. Uh, like I'm making time this morning on a Saturday to be here talking to me on the Leadership Talks podcast. I yeah. truly, truly appreciate you taking the time of the day for this. Oh, yeah, no, no worries. I was happy to get on. I, I was anxious to get some time uh, settled out for us. And I really appreciate you, you know, reaching out and, and honoring me to be on this uh, podcast. I see you doing some big things, continue to do some great things. Oh, Randall, I'm just, you know, a Latina woman that immigrated here in the United States a few years back. <laughs> Thank you so much. I truly appreciate it. And how can people get in contact with you, Randall? Uh, sure. So you can uh, follow me on LinkedIn, uh, at Randall Snell, LinkedIn, uh, Randall Snell. You can just type that in, follow me there. Uh, I'm getting uh, into the social media on Instagram, so I'm not going to give it out yet. But uh, I'll, I'll, if you follow me on LinkedIn, you'll eventually see that. And uh, you can contact me there. Ask me any questions that you have, especially any young professionals looking for any advice. Uh, y'all definitely reach out to me. Fantastic. And thank you everyone for listening. This is the Leadership Talks podcast, Black Excellence Series. Have a wonderful day.